Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey guys, a weird thing happened. Funny thing, funny thing happened here at at the Wolf Den HQ. Uh, Twitch didn't want us to stream. So instead, Will, are you you faking being frozen right now? What? Okay, there you are. Now you're you're back. Okay, you're back. All uh, right. Yeah, I got All I got right. scared because I like, I lost your audio, <laughs> and I'm like looking oh, around, being baby. like, did something happen? Oh boy! I just I thought I you were my fa- I thought you were trolling me. No, I moved my camera just so I was like bet more in frame, and then all of a sudden nothing. <laughs> well, anyway. Twitch didn't want us to stream to them for whatever reason. Kept yeah. dropping frames to Twitch. Over here at YouTube land, it's just sunshine and rainbows. Yes. So uh, we have the t- chat for both of them open down there. But we're streaming from YouTube.com slash Wolfden Podcast today because that's the only place we can stream to. Anyway, uh, Will, I hope you're doing well. I'm good, Bob. How are you? Aside from I'm, all of your technical I'm problems. I'm just fine. Aside from us being 45 minutes late. Um, it's all right. I don't sleep anymore. Yeah, I have, I figured. Uh, I just want to pop out the chat real quick. I have a listen. It's gonna be a lot of uh, uh a lot of growing pains over here trying 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 to get back into yeah. this. It's been a while since we've been on YouTube. Um, but anyway, I will be thanking subscribers on Twitch still anyway. So if you want, and I have the Twitch chat open. So if you want to uh, uh, give us bits or, or, or resubscribe or whatever, uh, you could do that and it'll still come up and I'll still read it. Uh, otherwise, sorry. <laughs> but this is the reality now. Yes. Uh, if you're listening to this after the fact, nothing should be different other than us yeah. complaining for half of the podcast. <laughs> Uh, guys, uh, there's a lot to talk about today. The first big major news that happened the was most important thing. The most happened. important all thing week. to happen to all of our lives is that there's folders on the switch. Wow. Oh my God. After well, five years. We're also going to talk about some demos that we played. Yes. Kirby will finally play the Kirby demo. We'll also play another demo that I was not expecting him to play. Um, yes. and some other stuff, uh, yeah. like you have a article in here about the drummer from the police. Yes. Uh, and, uh, he has a weird Bobby Kotick story. <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll get into that when we get to that article. Cause but there, there is a connection, but it doesn't make it any less weird. <laughs> right. Uh, the first thing we should talk about is the folder situation. Yes. So here we have an update from Nintendo. Uh, uh, well, first they tweeted. We should look at their tweet first. Tweets. Oh the most yeah. Important thing. So yesterday, this ha- this dropped at like eight o'clock at night. 
Yeah. It's a tweet from like Nintendo most of Nintendo's, Like most of their updates, it's, it's 8 o'clock at night. The latest Nintendo Switch update is now available, including a new feature to create groups of, from software on the console. And that's literally the only thing in the update, right? Uh, no, there's also... Um, they updated the Bluetooth audio. Oh. Which I don't think is... But it's like a minor update. I think they... You can now control the volume from your Bluetooth headphone itself. Oh, uh, that's good. And like it it like connects better, but not really. It's like a minor update. Okay. That's fine. Yeah. So instead of calling it folders, they're calling it groups because they have to be Nintendo. Yeah. They can't just like, you know. Yeah. And, and this is a, they, they implemented it in a very Nintendo way. Yes. Uh, in a way people that's are not helpful, happy. but not. <laughs> yeah. People are not happy about it. People have been asking for folders for since the Switch came out. People have been saying, yeah. we want folders and themes. Now that we have folders, people are all complaining about themes. The yeah. first... Oh, this is a joke. The first tweet is, thank you for the folders feature, and the guy only has Mario Kart 8 cartridge book. <laughs> I was going through this. Yes, here's one. Uh, I was going through the Twitter thread. Rejoice, we got folders. Just think, in five more years, maybe we'll get themes. So people are happy, but not too happy. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's it's definitely a better late than never sort of thing. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, I don't... Again, this is... I, I don't see why this wasn't implemented sooner. Yeah, it seemed like an easy thing. Yeah. An easy thing that they could do. Uh, but yeah, they implemented it in their own little Nintendo way. Why don't you read the thing? Okay. Uh, Nintendo support. How to create groups of software. This applies to the Nintendo Switch family, Nintendo Switch, Switch Lite, Switch, and the Nintendo Switch OLED model. Uh, note. All software menu and groups are only available when... Uh, when more than 12 software titles are saved on the Nintendo Switch system. Up to 100 groups can be created with a max of 200 titles per group. The same software can be added to multiple groups. They put that note right up top. Okay, so what to do? Uh, first, make sure your Nintendo Switch system has been updated to version 14.0.0 or later. That's the most recent update that Nintendo released yesterday. Uh, two, from the Switch home menu, scroll all the way to the right and select all hardware. Three, press the L button to view your software by groups. Four, for the first time you create a group, you will get a pop-up where you can select uh, create Create new group. After the first group has been created, click the plus button to create a new group. Five, check all software titles that you want to add to the new group, then press next. Six, rearrange the software titles as desired, then press next. Seven, enter a name for the group, then press OK. Eight, the new group will be added to the list of groups. And that's it. Fairly simple. So, in order to do this, you have to go all the way. Hold on, I'm I'm, I'm going to pull it up on screen. 
Yeah. Uh, so you can't do this from the regular Switch home screen. You have to right. go into your library of all of the games you have downloaded on the Switch. And that's oh, all actually, the way to the right of the screen. I haven't actually updated uh Oh, we got a we got a donation here on YouTube, Will. Oh wow. That's hey Bob. A, oh wow. That was it's got text to speech and everything. <laughs> <laughs> uh i haven't actually updated uh the the the, the switch so we have to do that but that takes two oh, seconds wow. um so I in order to have, actually do this you have to scroll all the way to the right go to the 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 more software button which is off mm -hmm. of the home screen and then press l so first of all you need a lot of software you need enough software to have it go it's, to the all software you only need you only need more than 12. Oh, only. <laughs> well, I mean, oh, this That's audience is going to have more than 12. This audience is going to have more than 12 games on their Switch. I think like 12 is like a good size library for a system like the Switch. Press 1 in chat if you have more than 12 games. Press 2 in chat if you have less than 12. 12 or less. Wood, what are you doing here? Shouldn't you be streaming? <laughs> I think Wood wanted to see the chaos that was going on yeah. over here. Wood, his, how his are you streaming tonight. on Twitch? I the connection wasn't working for me. His his stream tonight is watching us burn, basically. <laughs> I am only seeing ones in chat. <laughs> Told ya. All right, so I'm on my Switch right now. I'm going all the way to the right. I'm pressing A. And then uh, I'm pressing L. Wait, wait, wait. Sam L. He, two. He he has less than 12, but he has a lot of demos. Ah. You can group your demos. You can now, here's, group your he, demos. Here, here's here's a new poll, everybody. New poll. Okay? Press three if you have more than 12 games that are digital. And press mm. four if you have less than 12 games that are digital because if they're physical this doesn't work no it does never mind kind of <laughs> kind of because it I doesn't have... work the same no hold on because I'm well, creating a group right time. now all right what what, what should I make a group at... for should I do Mario games let's do Mario games all you right. know I'm gonna call it good Mario games <laughs> And Smash Brothers is one of them. And Nintendo Switch Online is one of them. Okay. I'm seeing a lot of threes and some fours. I'm not putting Super Mario U Deluxe in the in the good Mario games category. Okay. I think I'm already out of good Mario games. Mario Party doesn't make it. Uh, 3D World makes it. Uh, What about the 3D All-Stars? I got that in there already. Okay. I'm a little behind. <laughs> Should I do um where's the super uh you know I'll put it in sixty four games. Uh what about Celeste. I, I was thinking the same thing. Celeste should be one of the, <laughs> one of the one of the Mario good Mario games. Yeah. I don't see the Super Nintendo uh Switch Online games. Huh. Do I, do I not have that? You downloaded? can, you well, you can if you look on the 
on the right, it says search by keyword. Ah. So you can actually search and filter. Let's do that right now. Uh, super uh, space Nintendo. We're trying to make this better for podcast listeners, guys. Yes. We're trying to explain yes, everything that's sure. happening, but it's not easy. Yeah, it's especially when you're already messed up for being 45 minutes late because Twitch <laughs> wouldn't cooperate. Uh, I don't think it's here, Will. I don't. I don't think I have it downloaded right now. Oh wow, really? Oh, I guess it's been that long since I've used it. All right, well, mm -hmm. whatever. Here's here's my list. Next, uh, arrange the titles in the order you want them to be displayed. Okay. Yes. Um, I will put uh, I'm gonna move Celeste up just to see how it works. Oh, there it goes. That's pretty cute. It it moves pretty seamlessly. Enter group name. Good Mario. Oh. Ah, okay. Good Mario, it's called. Okay. Oh, did I hit B? Oh, it canceled out, damn it. Ah. All right, I don't recommend using a controller for this. Mario. Well, I mean, I did it with the Joy-Cons. I don't recommend doing this when you're doing it for the first time on a podcast. Let's right. put it that way. <laughs> there it is. Good Mario games. And the first one is Mario Maker 2. There you go. See? Not so hard. Okay. And there it is. Alright, so so alright. I am on my home screen. Here we are. Go all you can't just press L from here, right? No, you can't. You have to go all yeah. the way to the right. You got to hit all software. And then from here, you still don't see it. You have to press... Wait, can you go all the way down? I have a lot of software. No, you have to press L to open up groups. And then here's your groups. Mm -hmm. Good Mario games here. They are. And uh, do I have... No, I don't have any of these physically. So I have I have a couple of games physically. And I did. Okay. I was able to create a group... I don't know if you can see it. Just cartridge. Okay. It's a little because out of Because it does but... save... Yeah. Well, because it, it does save the icons of the games when you, when you put them in. It's just you can't launch it because you got to put the cartridge in. Interesting. Do they go away after a while? What do you mean? Do the, do the icons go away after a while if you have them physically? No. It, um... It's kind of like on... You know, like on a, a PS4... A PS4 or an Xbox One, you put the disc in, and then it like registers the disc to your system. Yes, it's it's basically the same thing, except it's not like downloading anything. Okay, so so it know it knows you own the game, and it and it puts it in this in your system, but you just can't play it until you put the cartridge in. Okay, interesting. Yeah, good to know. So you can do physical games. Yes. So, pretty much everybody in this chat can make groups then. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, Cookie Lover donated $10. I, hey, that's me. I, I, that's, I'm Cookie Lover. <laughs> hey, Bob, can you kindly explain to me the difference between coffee and espresso? Oh, and did you know that the critically acclaimed MMORPG Final Fantasy 
14 has a free trial and includes the entirety of a realm reborn and the award-winning haven sword will you should play final fantasy 14 demo uh i have heard a realm reborn was a great addition to the game and completely saved it because i I, yeah i heard i heard the original release was apparently hot garbo right I did. I I have heard very good things about Final Fantasy yeah. 14 from MMO players. I am not one of them. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Anyway, really quickly, co- uh, uh, espresso is finely ground coffee that is pressurized when it's brewed. That's it. So it's so it's uh denser and uh, more flavorful. That's it. Uh, anyway. So that's really all that happened in the update. We got folders. And and yeah. it's not how people wanted because they're not immediately on your home screen. You have to go all the way to games and more. And and honestly, yeah. it doesn't help most people who, who are going to yeah. have not that many games. And it'll, it'll, it'll help people like me. But honestly, yeah. I'm probably not going to make a lot of groups. I might make a favorites. Well, I think a problem is it's technically hidden. It's a technically a hidden feature. And right. you know, yeah. I'm afraid that if I want to use it, I go to all software, I'm going to forget that it's there because, A, it's been five years and we've never had this before, so it's brand new. And B, if I don't remember to look for the little icon in the top right corner that says press sell find groups, I'm never going to find them. Right. I would so, never have known about this unless uh, somebody told me. Yeah. It would be really I mean, helpful it, if they could automatically have a favorites folder. Yes. That would be cool. Uh, I mean, I'm glad it's there. Um, I, I made a bunch of groups. I'm probably going to make one or two more. Uh, it's a good feature. I just don't think it's implemented in the way it probably should have been. There is a new filter so you can look at ga- games you have downloaded digitally. It says GoFish Gold- Goldfish. That's interesting. Uh, there is a there is a filter where you can filter by time played or or or, yeah. or your most recent played. So you can just go to time played and pick your favorites from there. Yeah. Um, no point in putting physical games in groups because it doesn't clean up the screen. I wish they weren't so hidden. If not home screen at least put them on the all software screen it is a little weird the way the home screen works where yeah. it just stacks your most recently played games um, and then if you put yeah. a physical cart in that jumps all the way to the front of the line right yeah yeah and so i have a physical cart in my switch right now I haven't played Arceus in God knows how long, but that's a, mm-hmm. the physical cart, so it just goes right to the front. Yeah. Uh, what's really annoying is on PlayStation, uh, if you have a physical disc in there, it will just automatically install it. And if, if you delete the software, if that physical disc in there, it will just continue to automatically install it over and over and over again. Yeah. <laughs> it's very annoying. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, this is helpful for somebody like me who has like, hundred literal hundreds of games yeah um but again i don't really play i don't go back and play backlogged games really i just there's a couple of favorites like every once in a while yeah. i might jump into breath of the wild to, to do something 
uh smash brothers obviously so like yeah. i might make a favorites folder yeah i uh, made like a i made like a party games folder i made a, a resident oh, evil good. folder because i have a lot of resident evil games i made a rebought folder for games i bought on other systems but i would like to play them on switch so, oh, so you're getting the most out of this it's a useful feature and i think it's like i said it's a good thing to have i'm just afraid that i'm gonna forget about it <laughs> down the road I wish you could just press L on the home screen. Yeah. Like, why can't you just do that? Like, instead of having to scroll all over the end, L doesn't do anything on, yeah, on you can't the... Even... At least on PlayStation, like, L will send you... L and R will send you to, like, the opposite ends of the, the menu bar on the home screen. You can't even do that on Switch. Right. It does nothing on the home screen, and so I don't yeah. understand why it won't just open up the the your 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 thing your 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 folders. That would make it a lot easier yeah. to get to it. Now, of course, everybody wants themes now. <laughs> Maybe that's the next step. Maybe Nintendo has heard us, and they've just been taking five years to toil away and making some themes. Maybe that's what they're waiting uh, to launch on the Switch Pro or the Switch Two, or whatever right. they call it. They need the accelerated hardware of the next gen switch in order for there to be proper themes or maybe they've just been taking a really long time to get it r right or in their own little nintendo way and that's yeah that's what they did that's here they made more, it in their own little nintendo likely. way that's more likely i don't yeah i don't know how exactly they would do that i mean really it's yeah. just i think most we're just gonna get a wallpaper they're just gonna put a wallpaper behind yeah the the freaking uh, uh icons and it'll be slightly yeah. dimmed and and you can't upload your own. You have to get it from the new official Nintendo. Ah, you can use your coins. Or, that's what the... Or, there you go. That's you what go, that yeah. whole thing was was implemented for. So that uh, games can come out with uh, with 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 wallpapers. Yes. Where is that? It's, it's under Nintendo Switch Online, right? Yes. What is this thing called again? It's, it's where you can get your own icons and stuff, but you pay yeah. uh, platinum points? Uh, yeah, the useless ones. Your, oh, your rewards. Yeah. Uh, WL says, Bob, since you're mostly digital, aren't you worried about the deal of the death of of a console or SD card itself? Um, I'm not worried about the death of an SD card because the cartridge has the same lifespan as an SD card. Um. And also, I mean, the the saves are saved to the system itself, not the SD card. Right. So, I think I think we're you're kind of screwed either way. Um. Anyway, on screen right now, I have the rewards you can get. Freaking just basically icons and 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 little yeah. frillies for your icon, like backgrounds for the icon and stuff. So maybe here, eventually, they will uh, put. Uh, themes or 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 just backgrounds. Huh. Anyway, you can just click on the game first. It's not as intuitive, but left click instead of all the way to the right. What? What? Does that mean on the home screen? Is that what he was talking about? Click on a game first so. and then press L. Is that what he's saying? Uh, click on a game. Explain yourself. And then press L. No, it doesn't work. Maybe maybe open the menu. 
What's the menu button for start? L? No. I don't know. Anyway, that's it. You got you got folders yeah, now. You go. I hope you're all satisfied and happy. Your voices have been heard, even though Nintendo answered it in a weird way. Yes. Uh, they did what they could, I guess. Yeah. Um. Anyway, uh, tech is amazing. Donated a dollar. Do groups sync between different Switch units? Also, they updated Bluetooth settings. Yeah, we touched on the Bluetooth a little bit. Yeah. Do I'll groups see if I can find exactly what they did? Do groups up us? Uh, you know what? We'll find. I our doubt end. it. I highly doubt that groups sync between uh, different switches. I'm gonna, I'm gonna update this one. All right, and we'll see. Uh, while we do that, I meant online home screen. You scroll from you scroll L from the first game. I don't understand. Scroll left to go all the way to the right. Oh, like on the oh. home screen, if you press left. I didn't know that it goes all the way around. All right, so we're seeing right now if my groups sync. Now, I don't have all my games on here because I have a different SD card in here. Right. It does not look like groups sync unless I did something wrong or didn't give it enough time or maybe I just don't have all my games on here, but it doesn't look like groups sync. It looks like it's unique to the switch itself. I'm sure if you transfer your settings from one switch to another, like if you buy a new switch, it'll probably transfer all of your groups. But as of right now, it looks like uh, it doesn't sync via the internet. Anyway, let's move on from talking about folders. It's been too long talking about yes. folders. We gotta <laughs> talk about something else. And I think the best, yes. the next best thing is talking about some demos that we have on the Switch. Yeah. The Kirby demo's been out for a while, but we'll finally play it. Yes. Sorry I'm late, but I did get to play Kirby. It was, I, it was fun. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. It was very it was very good. I there there were two difficulties you could set, and I picked the harder one. Not that Same. hard. <laughs> no. It's so so uh, there's there's like regular and then there's wild mode, I think they called it. Yeah. Uh, my biggest concern with Kirby is that it's going to be too easy and uh, and it's not going to be fun because of it. Well, Kirby traditionally has been like an easier game franchise than yes. like Nintendo's other games. Like because it, it is more of like a kid's game. I agree. So I'd, ima I'd imagine it's going to be. Like, people who play video games regularly won't find it that challenging. Right. Uh, which was my concern. But, yeah. uh, and the wild mode isn't really hard. Like, I got through the whole first... I got up until the boss without being damaged at all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, it, like it's, it's very easy. But it was fun still. Um, and I think the boss fight made me hopeful that there will be at least a little bit of challenge in it. Yeah, yeah, because there was some not not challenging boss fights, but like boss fights where you needed to do more than like what you had been doing. Yeah, the, the, the boss fight was 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 fun. It was a little weird. I I I re I realized way too late what I should have been doing. I had like the ice yeah. power and I wasn't using it the correct yeah. way. Me too. Me too. Because like they give it to you right at the beginning of that section, you think, oh, this is going to be important, and no, it's not yeah. important at all. 
Yeah, my chat was telling me to, uh, to just suck up the stars and shoot them back at the monkey. But, yeah. uh, you can also just spam blowing the ice at him and then he'll freeze up eventually and, and, and thaw out. Okay. Um, I, I'd imagine that bosses are going to, are going to have unique, uh, 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 animations or, 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 or unique weaknesses, the specific abilities, which I think would be very interesting. Um, yeah. Otherwise it was, it was fun. It was very simple. I, I hope that there's a little bit more of a difficulty curve. Um, at least yeah, like, like as, the, uh, as the game goes on, at least one that's like similar to Mario. Yeah. Like, like I'm not asking for friggin', uh, uh, demon souls of kirby i just <laughs> yeah i just want to feel like there's some stakes like i want to feel like yeah if i get hit like it means i might not make it so yeah i mean uh, i'm sure as the game progresses it'll get you know a little bit harder you know i just i don't think they want to make it too hard right because that's not like what the traditional kirby game has been i will be streaming it hopefully thursday night Hopefully on twitch.tv slash wolfden. Might not game, end up doing that. Did the game proper come out yet, or is that proper comes out Friday? Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah. Um anyway. So that's fun. It, I, I recommend everybody yeah. play the demo if you're if you're interested in it at all. It's a very short demo. Well, it's like an hour, right? Yeah. You can yeah, plow through it pretty quickly. Probably even less, depending on you know your skill set. Definitely do um definitely do wild mode yeah uh will also played a uh <laughs> another weird one I'm, I, I'm almost disappointed in you <laughs> well in the interest of fairness because it came out the same day as the kirby demo okay i thought why not give the demo for triangle strategy a try whoa just to see people really whoa. seem to be into this game people are really excited for it I figure, you know what? I have some time to kill. Let me give this a shot. I want my time back. <laughs> it's like reading a book for most of the and the demos. You know back. how we feel about reading a book. Yeah. It it's just it's it was mostly story and it was a story that I could not understand to save my life it, it was all like and i am like me the comic book guy who's like all into like weird fictional settings and all this like dumb lore and stuff but like I, it just wasn't grabbing me because when i play a video game i want to play a video game i don't want to you know sit there and read a book and then go into turn-based combat <laughs> which is fine but the way they had it laid out was kind of confusing because it's that weird art style where it's like isometric pixels, but it's also 2D and 3D at the same time. And like you spin the camera around to get a better view and it doesn't give you a better view. <laughs> I don't know, man. And I think the worst part of all is like it took this was like this was an actual hour to get. Uh, through the the part of the demo I did. I didn't finish the demo. But this took the better part of an hour to get through. And I looked up how long this demo... This is a three-hour demo. Oh, so you didn't beat it. That 
No. <laughs> it's way too long for a demo, number one. Number two, like, why would you... It's just... Why would you put the demo of a video game and have it be mostly dialogue and text and mostly story beats? You want the demo to showcase the gameplay... I, th- I think we <laughs> we lost Will at a very uh, flattering, uh, uh, very flattering angle. Um, Move! The characters are just sitting there and talking. <laughs> we lost you for like two seconds, but you're uh, back okay. now. Um, oh, he he left. We lost him completely. There he is. Uh. Took me a little while at first, I, but by the end of the demo, I was enjoying it a lot more. How how long into the demo did you get, Will? Like about an hour. Okay. Uh, maybe might have been less. What one of the felt like an hour. One of the things with tri- triangle strategy is one of those games where they like kind of pride themselves on how complex the 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 like yeah uh, RPG elements in the battle systems are. It's one of those things where the trailer is like. 10 minutes long and it explains in like grueling detail all of the different like like ways you can like level up and stuff and all of the items and then and, and the uh, uh, parties you can get and whatnot um yeah and that just sounds like hell just sounds like i don't want anything to do with it yeah now 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 what's the you said you did a lot of reading was the story at least a little interesting no like it's it starts off very slow and there's one point, I mean, I don't know if they like cut to another part of like the story for the de- for demo purposes. Sometimes demos do that. But like all of a sudden, I like I'm first introduced to who I assume was the main character. And then in the next scene, we're introduced to these two new characters, and then bad guys show up immediately, and then the the character who I thought was the main character and like four other guys show up to help out the two new characters. It was just I didn't get it. <laughs> I didn't get it. So I should also remind everybody that this is just not a game for us. <laughs> yes. Yes. We're not interested like, in a game like this at all. I I gave it a shot and I confirmed that I will not be playing this game. I will not be buying this game. I will not be playing any more of this game. Right. Uh uh people who like games like this love triangle strategy. Yeah. I believe Kevin Kenson has a whole video on his experience with it. He has over like a hundred hours in the freaking game. Yeah. Uh, and I'll also mention that the demo, uh, according to underscore in the chat, the demo carries over. Uh, yes. so your save will carry over to the full game. If, if you want. Yeah. Uh, so. That's does Kirby do that. Cause I saw someone no. answer the chat. of Kirby. I, I, I don't think so because it jumps around. Okay. I and think. it is so short. So yeah, I think it jumps around. Like, I don't think that, I don't think the, the monkey is the boss of that first level. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I'm definitely not going to be playing. Uh, yeah. The, the triangle. Yeah, no, you would. You would traveler. not like it. You would not like it at all. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm glad I tried it. I'm glad I gave it a shot, but it just confirmed my biases. <laughs> I did play the Mario Kart Eight uh, tracks. Those just came out. I uh, played the first cup. Uh, I did not get to play the second cup yet, but I imagine they're, you know, it's Mario Kart. Did you play it while the di- technical difficulties were happening? 
I did actually. It was a good thing there <laughs> were because I was able to. I played it. So I played it on 50cc, not you know, just to take it easy and like experience it. I didn't want a challenge or anything. And I guess I haven't played 50cc in a long time because it was slow. <laughs> you know, but that's that's neither here nor there. But I yeah, hate Mario so Kart. I, I, I don't I don't <laughs> like the game. I played it with people on Thursday and uh, it just it it's I can't I'm, I suck at it. I'm really bad. I, at it. I only play that game with friends and even mm -hmm. then it's like I know how to play the game like all the ins and outs and like things you have to do and, and like even then it's like it's it's fun with people it's it's right. definitely not a fun game to play by yourself uh we disconnected for a second but we're back okay the good thing on twitch I mean the good thing about YouTube is that it make it stays on the same file <laughs> it just goes down and goes right back up and it should be relatively seamless. Yeah. Um, I don't have a VPN right now because I thought that might have been one of the issues. So that's going to cause the freaking stream to go down every once in a while. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, I don't, I just, I'm just really bad at Mario Kart. I can't freaking figure it out. I don't know what it is. I could do it. I could do any other type of racing game. Um, I, I was reminded because I kept coming in first on, you know, on my run, and I kept getting blue shells. I'm like, ah, oh, there it is. There's that AI that will not will not give you a break. The rubber banding and the uh, and the weird like Mario like uh, elements where it tries to level the playing field. It tries to like punish people for doing good. Like if you're in first place, yeah. it'll try to punish you. That it just is infuriating to me. Um, mm -hmm. But anyway. Uh, I played it. I play. I played all eight of the new tracks. They're good. They're all good. Yeah. Um. There's a lot of discourse online about how the new tracks don't look that good. They're not up to the same sort of quality as the older tracks. Yeah. Uh. I mean, in terms of like graphical fidelity, I was playing in handheld mode, and if I saw the tracks side by side with the previous ones, maybe I could tell a difference. But I mean, they looked like Mario Kart tracks. They looked fine to me. I think, for me, a bigger issue in terms of, like, looks good or not is that they didn't really feel optimized for Mario Kart 8. They felt like right. just straight port overs from the original game uh, or, you know, the the original games more specifically. And, like, didn't really have any, like, the extra flourishes, like, underwater travel or, like, uh, the hovering... There were a couple of moments of like, you know, using the paraglider, but that's about it. You know, yeah, they, they weren't, they didn't really give you like the Mario Kart 8 experience. Yeah, there was, they, they seem a little bland, some of them. Uh, I, yeah. I would say visually, they look about as good as the, the, the mid tier like Mario Kart 8 levels. Like they don't look as good as the best looking Mario Kart 8 levels. Yeah. Uh there's not there's not nearly enough detail as some of the like crazy good looking Mario Kart 8 levels. Like uh mm -hmm. I think it's Rainbow Road. I don't even know. Like the like the crazy like like futuristic looking like Mario Kart 8 Rainbow Road looks like insane. Yeah. Uh and these tracks don't look anything close to that. Um but, uh, like, I could see like, people are saying that these are rips from Mario Kart Tour, and they kind of do look a little bit like that. They I don't think, look nearly yeah. as bad as, like, a mobile game port sh should look, but, um, yeah. 
I can see where people are coming from when they say that these maps don't look as good. Um, but I think they look fine. I think they're totally fine. Yeah, I think that they they do the job they're supposed to, which is give you more Mario Kart levels. It's just a li- it's a little weird trying to download it. So Will actually thought yeah. he had a problem. I did yeah. too when I tried uh, to download it. Honestly, yeah. So I don't know why I thought this. That I just thought you know when the game updated, you would just have it. Um, and I, uh, especially because we have Switch Online plus expansion pack, so that's included for free. So I just assumed the game would update and there it would be. I went in to uh, select the new levels because they're there. Whether or not you download the DLC or not, they're there. And you click on it and it says uh, to play these levels, you need the booster pack either download here or through Switch Online plus expansion pack. And so I thought you kicked me off with the family plan. Um, <laughs> that's that's the F-Zero. way you find out. <laughs> yeah. But I could play. I played um, N64 Switch Online real quick, and I could play it no problem. So it wasn't until you told me that it's still technically DLC, so you have to go into the eShop and download it like you normally would any other old DLC. Yeah, so my screen is up right now. You literally have to go to the eShop, um, yeah. and then you have to go to the Nintendo... You got to go to the uh, uh, Mario Kart section like the mario kart page like it says dlc mm-hmm. or i guess it's a, it probably yeah it's the first thing under featured mario kart 8 deluxe booster course pack and you click on that and it says 25 dollars but then very small it says proceed to purchase is the big box but then very yeah. small to the left of it it says download it's part of your membership yeah it but it says it in a lot more words than that so it is a little confusing <laughs> If you open the game without doing any of that, it looks really confusing. And I don't think on the game, like on the menu, there's there's nowhere in game for you to go to the eShop right. from the game. Like most other video games, if there's DLC, there'll be a button to take you to the Xbox Marketplace or the PlayStation Store. Not here. So if you have the expansion pack, you can get it the way I just described. Uh, if you don't have the expansion pack, you have to pay twenty five dollars. Um, yeah. So those are your options. So make sure you don't pay twenty five dollars if you have the expansion pack. <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyway, you also you don't have to get it if you're playing with a friend who has it. Yeah. You don't have to get the expansion pass. So um, we were playing. Uh, I was playing the other day uh, early. With Wood, he started a lobby on his Australian account. So we joined up on him because it uh, it, it was, you know, 12 o'clock in Australia. So mm-hmm. we were able to play by freebooting off of him. It's just that when you uh, go to pick a course, it will yell at you and say that you can't pick this course because you don't have the expansion pack. But it'll let you vote for the course anyway. And then it will let you play the course anyway. So... um Again, if you're playing with somebody else who has the expansion pack, you don't need to buy it yourself. Only one of you needs to have it, which is yeah. good news. Anyway, uh, Edward Bova says the Kirby demo does not transfer your saves over. It's actually like a D3 demo. Happy you beat the demo. You're not. It says thank you for playing. Okay. Yes. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, I got 
through through the demo. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he meant it's like an E3 demo. That makes sense. Yeah, it definitely felt like this could be played on the E3 show floor, just to give people a taste of what the game is. Let's talk about some problems. Like, hey, listen, Twitch might be down. You know what else might be down? The Wii U and DSi shops? Yeah. No, the regular Wii, the regular Wii. The regular Wii, yeah, which is weird because... I thought those were already shut down. So 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 it's very clickbaity the way the way people like word these things. Like you can't yeah. buy software on the Wii, but you could still download software, I believe. You, if you own anything it. Anything you yeah, if you own it, you can re-download it. Right. So uh, this is from Video Game Chronicles. Players who attempted to access the Wii Shop in order to re-download previously purchased content. Uh, will be greeted by will be greeted with a blank page after a few minutes uh, will return with an error message reading error code 209601 unable to connect to the server please wait a moment and try again visit support.nintendo.com for assistance according to Nintendo's site this error generally indicates the inability to get a good connection due to wireless interference while the Nintendo Wii Shop channel did cease to allow new purchases in 2019 the ability to re-download previous purchases um, was not affected. It was announced at the time that the ability to re-download this content would end at some undisclosed point in the future. However, uh, no further announcement has been made. Oh, Users attempting to access the DSi shop are being met with error 290502, which according to Nintendo is related to wireless interference. Uh, both systems seeming with both systems seemingly resulting in similar error messages. This may be an unintentional error on Nintendo's part. However, at the time of publication, the publisher hasn't commented on the issue or its uh, intentionality. In February, Nintendo announced its plans to cease digital game purchases on the Wii U and 3DS um, in March 2023. From that date onwards, it will no longer be possible to make purchases in the Nintendo eShop for either system or download free content, including game demos. According according to Nintendo, after late March 2023, and for the foreseeable future, it will still be possible to re-download games and DLC, receive software updates, and play online Wii U and 3DS. Uh, when the closure happens, up to 1,000 digital-only games will no longer be available for purchase. So this is it. This is the yeah. this is the undisclosed time. This is, we're we're done. We we is but, we is disconnected. They pulled the plug. But did they pull the plug, or is this just this just an error? Because for them to do something like this, for them to just cut off the ability to download your game, your games that you paid for, right, and it's not announce up. that they're going to do that, for them to just do it and not tell you that when they're going to do it, like that's that's nuts. It's it's a it's a slow it's a slow death. They yeah. probably assumed nobody was going to care, uh, and and they they assumed nobody was going to care. But if they said something, people were going to act like they cared. <laughs> I I, I think I think this is it. I think this was their way of just pulling pulling the plug. This might yeah I guess it might have been premature, but I feel like it's yeah. done. I feel like they're not bringing it back up. And that and that really does suck, you know, because yeah. like maybe there are people who wanted to get all their stuff 
onto the system before that happened because you know people people want their games people want their stuff they're you know they maybe they're not going to play it but they want to have it and now they can right uh that's unfortunate if they got a little warning maybe they would have been able yeah. to like plug a hard drive in download a bunch of stuff um or an sd card or whatever yeah that's unfortunate um so i got I, I, my my uh my thoughts and prayers are with everybody who <laughs> still plays their wii and didn't have all their software downloaded and same thing with the dsi yeah <laughs> i don't think there's many people with the dsi uh who were really clamoring to have all their stuff downloaded off of the sh- off well of i the know shop. the dsi a lot of that stuff tra- could transfer to the 3ds mm-hmm. so if you have your 3ds there's still time there was more stuff that went down yes so not only uh, did twitch go down the wii and dsi shops go down yes. gran turismo 7 launched and then went down Gran Turismo 7, one of the biggest PS4 and PS5 games of the year so far, is back online after a 30-hour outage. A broken update resulted in longer-than-expected server maintenance yesterday, leaving players frustrated at a limited offline mode available in GT7. Much of Gran Turismo 7, including its career mode and multiplayer, was unplayable for 30 hours. And developer Polyphony Digital took more than 24 hours to provide an update on the problems after the maintenance extension. Polyphony Digital has now apologized for the problems and the game is back online with a new and functional 1.08 update. Immediately before the release of the 1.07 update, we discovered an issue where the game would not start properly in some cases on product version, product versions for the PS4 and PS5. Ex- explains... Uh, Kazunori Yamauchi, the game designer and Polyphony Digital CEO. This was a rare issue that was not seen during tests on development or hardware development hardware or the QA sessions prior to the release. But in order to prioritize the safety of the saved data of the users, we decided to interrupt the release of the 1.07 update and to make a 1.08 correctional update. The problematic update was also adjusted also adjusted the reward system for some events, meaning GT7 players get fewer credits. That makes it even more difficult to save up in-game currency for the top cars and makes the game a lot more of a grind for players. In, in GT7, I like to have users enjoy lots of cars and races without microtransactions, says Yamauchi. Uh, at the same time, the pricing of the cars is an important element that conveys their value and rarity, so I do think it's important for it to be linked with real-world prices. I want to make GT7 a game in which you can enjoy a variety of cars lots of different ways, if po- and, if possible, it- and if possible, would like to try to avoid a situation where a player must mechanically keep replaying certain events over and over again. It is not clear what the future changes to Gran Turismo 7 will impl- uh, will be implemented on the credit side, but Yamauchi says it pains him that he can't explain them in detail yet. We would really appreciate it if everyone would watch over the growth of Gran Turismo 7 from a somewhat longer-term point of view. So uh, players so, might so, not wait, players what? might not be that patient though. Many have flocked to Metacritic to leave negative reviews of the game, pushing its user score down to 3.2. It is currently the lowest rated first party PlayStation game 
on Metacritic. And I don't blame them because uh, yeah. it took them 24 hours to say anything about the outage. <laughs> yeah. That's fucking unacceptable. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Uh, and this is a brand new game. Mm-hmm. And because it's 2022, most of the game requires online. The career Even mode. The single player. The, the, yeah. the main single player feature, the career mode, requires online. Um, yeah. So people buy this game and then they can't play it. <laughs> it's ridiculous. And they have Especially no idea why for up to 24 hours. They have no idea why it's not working. Especially because this is Gran Turismo 7. This is like one of their flagship titles. It's constantly the best-selling game on every PlayStation system. And your first one out the gate is borked this bad. Right. It's, it's embarrassing. It's bad. Um, yeah. Not to mention the fact that like there's all the microtransactions now to get the cars. Like you have to pay to buy all the cars rather than you know get earn them in game because it's just easier that way. And you can't do that. Yeah. Uh, This this reminds me of all of the times that uh, uh, back in the day the PlayStation Network used to just crash and yeah it would crash for like up to a whole day and just be down and then. PlayStation would uh, offer like a make good. They would be like, "Here, have a free game because uh, you're you weren't able to use your PlayStation Plus membership for like a day or so." Yeah. Um, I doubt they're gonna do anything about this. No, no. Uh, that Sony is gone. <laughs> <laughs> that that Sony is long gone. Uh, as soon as they became like the top dogs in the industry, they're like, ah, oh, we don't have to be good to our customer base. Right. Uh, I think there was a skip. Uh, I'm sorry, guys. We yeah. went down for a second again. I, uh, I forgot where it was. Somebody had tweeted, hey, remember that E3 when Sony said that you don't have to connect online to play your PS4? <laughs> <laughs> that was... Uh... That was just uh, uh, an attack on Xbox. Yes, a hundred percent. And now we're uh, in the yeah, we're in twenty twenty two. Everything freaking needs to be online all the time. I know. Even a lot of Switch games. Yeah. <laughs> Even true. if you want to play your secondary Switch, you need to always be online. Yeah. So it's not all sunshine and rainbows here in the future. No. No, but you would think that again, Gran Turismo Seven. The seventh installment in one of their biggest and most popular series would be, you know, would be up to snuff, would be playable the first week it comes out. (laughs) Yes. But it wasn't playable for up to 30 hours. And they didn't tell you anything until almost the end of it. S. Marcy says, so sales are bad, so they have to use microtransactions to justify the production costs of the games. The $70 price tag isn't enough. So we used to talk about this a lot when uh, we knew they were raising the price of games. Um, yeah. Games uh, still don't cost as much as they should. <laughs> uh, so, like, the, the, the cost of making games has gone up astronomically, and the price yeah. of games hasn't budged in years. That $60 to $70 jump is nothing. Yeah. Games on oh, the freaking Genesis used to cost 60 to $80. Yeah. Back in the 90s. 
which is a lot of money in yeah. today's money. Uh, so yeah, uh, they do have to subsidize the price of making games with microtransactions. Yeah. Unfortunately, unfortunately, mean, that ends up being the the easiest way for them to to justify pulling more money out of your pocket. Yeah. Uh, and it sucks because it's mostly their own fault. You know, we di- we never really asked for them to spend a hundred million dollars making games. We never really true. asked for them to, you know, go bankrupt trying to make these games. Uh, f- yes, we like games to look good, but we also like games to play good and have, you know, good content in it. Not, you know, try to be the most realistic thing imaginable. Uh, there was that tweet going around that said, uh, I want shorter games with worse graphics made in a reasonable amount of time. Yes. Uh, and I think everybody would agree because A, they would cost less money and B, you would get a lot more unique experiences out of it. Um, Camaro in the chat says, you don't just say games cost this much now, therefore prices should be proportional to that you have to look at how many people are buying games and how and how they're buying them yes and unfortunately microtransactions are working (laughs) yeah but yeah no games are a lot more popular now than they used to be so games are selling a lot and the games that sell the games that they dump a lot of money to sometimes make a lot of money but unfortunately a lot of games that they dump a lot of money into don't make any money (laughs) yeah The, the problem is like it got it's this this has been happening for years now since like the 360 era games have to make games have to sell like at least 3 million copies to break even mm. and anything below that is considered a failure let us not forget that square enix said that tomb raider uh 2016 which sold 9 million copies was considered a failure mm-hmm. so that's the mindset we're working with here. I spent a hundred dollars on Valorant points the other day. <laughs> Jesus Christ! To buy a to buy two gun skins. <laughs> God, who are you? I don't know. I don't know what happened. I never even I never contribute to microtransactions, but they got yeah. me. They got me there. It's a free game. Yeah, <laughs> but a hundred dollars. <laughs> I mean, the guns only cost $17 each. How does that make right. you feel? Not better. Um, anyway, well, so, so I mean, I'm not against microtransactions. I think some companies do microtransactions fine. Like, for example, yeah. I think the Valorant situation is fine because the game's free. Uh, yeah. The, all of the microtransactions are cosmetic. I think you can buy characters, but you can unlock them really quickly, very easily. Yeah, I um, think. Yeah, yeah, I think that's a good method. I think uh, Rock Band had a good method where you can buy more songs to add to your library. Mm-hmm. I even think like something for a racing game like Gran Turismo. You know, as long as the game's not available, as long as the car's not available on the disc, if you want to offer like more exotic cars for a reasonable price, you know, to play with, as long as it's not like gonna give you an advantage in multiplayer yeah download a new car yeah and uh most of the time like i'm not willing to spend a lot of money on on a on a free-to-play game or whatever but yeah. there are the whales the people who That's, dump yeah. a lot of money like like i just did with valor and i might be one of the freaking whales yeah. that makes the game profitable 
and makes everyone else able to play it for free or for at a at a really low cost. Yeah. Um, and I think that price structure works for a lot of games. However, mm-hmm. unfortunately, there's a lot of bad actors and there's a lot of games that do it wrong. Yeah. And and it's kind of becoming normal for them to to be justified to do it in that horrible way. EA yeah. has been guilty of this yeah. uh, pretty frequently. Activision is pretty bad at it too. Um yeah. Yeah, so Ubisoft is another one. So there's ways to do it good and there's ways to do it bad. Uh so it's not always bad. It's just that sometimes companies do it in in a really disgusting way. Yeah. Um anyway, we can move on to uh, Nintendo paying special attention to their Sega Genesis lineup. What yes. a weird thing to say! <laughs> it is such a such a weird world we live in. I was what this is unrelated to this article, but I was reading Polygon's doing like a Who Would Win in a Fight Week or whatever, <laughs> where they just have a bunch. They like just talk about a bunch of fictional characters and who would win in a fight, and they posited that in the long run sonic did not lose the console war to mario and nintendo if anything he might have secretly won and is doing just fine what does that even mean because you think about it you know he's still a very popular character he still has a long-running comic book series he still has several tv shows he has two live action movies and the first one was actually received very very well whereas mario has pretty much just stayed stagnant over the years and is now going to be played by chris pratt everyone's favorite chris (laughs) so you know don't worry too much about sonic he's fine he may have you know had a few stumbles here and there and again and again and again and again and again but you know it's nothing to worry about so, I mean, the, the, so I don't. I I think Sega lost the console war, but oh yeah, but Sonic is probably just fine. I don't think he's winning. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he's coming out on top of anything. I think he's just no. doing fine. You know, so- Sonic is living his best life. Oh, he's living his life. Maybe not his best life, but he's living his life. Right. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, um, I did a little Google Trends. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to do it because, like, usually if you have a, a words that are longer, they do worse. Um, right. So I did Sonic the Hedgehog versus Super Mario, and obviously Super Mario wins by like a long shot. But if I add right. Rose at the end, mm. Sonic wins. Interesting. That is interesting. What if I do Sonic? Versus just Mario. Well, because then you might get results for the restaurant. But the restaurant's not that not nearly as popular as a character. This is a worldwide brand. True. Right? Yeah. If we put Sonic versus Mario, they're pretty much equal. Yeah. Sonic was above Mario for a long time, actually. Hey, wow, there you go. But also Sonic is a word. <laughs> so maybe it's and Mario is a name. Fair. True, true. 
Is this just America? Oh, this is just United States. Let's do worldwide, uh, dude. Ooh, Mario wins by 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 a long okay. shot. But let's do Sonic the Hedgehog versus Super Mario Bros. Worldwide, about the same. Oh, they had a little pop off. Sonic the Hedgehog had a pop off uh, in November of last year. Interesting. What happened with Sonic in November of last year? Oh, was that that wasn't they when they announced uh, Frontiers? Was it? Maybe. Oh, there was uh, some talk about Frontiers at the Game Awards, right? The pop-off happened around December 5th to 11th. Okay. Interesting. Oh, and there's a lot of hubbub right now because of the movie. Yes. I'm sure when Mario's trailer comes out, we'll have another pop-off. Yes. Uh, Anyway. Oh, we were talking about new Sega games. (laughs) Yes, on the three Nintendo new console. Genesis games uh, have been added to Switch Online Plus Expansion Pack. They are Light Crusader, Super Fantasy Zone, and Alien Soldier. You remember, guys, your favorite childhood games. <laughs> I have never the heard only of a single one of these games. I've heard of Alien Soldier. I've Okay, I've seen that one before. If you asked me what Alien Soldier was, I would have never been able to tell you. I think the only reason why I know this game is because it, it was it was like a PAL only game that like became popular in America like when it got ported over like the Wii Virtual Console and things like that. Mm-hmm. I think it's made by Treasure, who did Gunstar Heroes. Yes, it is Treasure. So it, it's like your typical. Uh, run and gun high speed action type game. So that might be worth checking out. Uh Super Fantasy Zone is a shooter where players fight against the evil Dark Meenan uh as they seek to avenge their father. And uh Light Crusader is an action RPG that is, isn't lacking depth and it's certainly home uh, home to a fair play fair and playable isometric adventure, but it is bland. Uh, this is per IGN's six out of ten review <laughs> from the Virtual Console. So I did I say I have seen Alien Soldier because I lied. I've yeah. seen uh, Super Fantasy Zone before. I've never seen Alien really? Soldier before in my I've life. I've never seen Super Fan. I've never seen Super Fantasy Zone. Um, uh, the the most interesting one does seem to be Alien Soldier, but yeah, the combat looks exactly like a like a, a Gunstar Heroes. Yeah. Uh, I should also note that Alien Soldier and Light Crusader are on the Sega Genesis Classics Collection, which is also available on the Switch as a separate purchase. This does look cool, though, Alien Soldier. You can freaking uh, yeah, you got like yeah, like a like an air dash and 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 like actual movement abilities. Like Gunstar Heroes was kind of lacked in movement. You kind of just were shooting yeah. the whole time. Uh, so that's pretty cool. I might actually try that out. Yeah, Alien Soldier, uh, from what I understand, is a very good game. Oh, we skipped the police story. I'm sorry. Oh, that's okay. I'm moving it to underneath the Genesis. Okay. Uh, let's okay. talk about the police drummer for some so reason. So here, all right. So, oh, good. The article starts off with what you need to know. So, 
Two essential facts about Stuart Copeland. First, he is the drummer for the rock group The Police. And second, he composed the soundtracks to the original free Spyro the Dragon games. Hold on a You'll second. Need to yes. He composed the the soundtrack to the how, which Spyro the Dragon games? The original three. Okay. Continue. It's okay. Keep those in mind as I read the story. Copeland was recently interviewed by Vulture, and at the very end, after spending a, an age talking about his past, his musical tastes, and some thoughts on people's reception to his and the police's work, he recounts a story about the private school his kids go to and how he had a deeply coincidental meeting with one parent in particular who he doesn't outright name but claims to be an executive at Activision. He remem As he remembers, so this is Stuart Copeland talking. My kids go to a private school on the west side of Los Angeles, and they have an annual gala events and fundraisers. Parents donate something like two weeks in a Swiss chalet or whatever, and I'm a cheapskate, so I say, get a drum lesson from Stuart Copeland. At some point, a dad brings his kid over, and the kid could care less, but the dad's fanboying about the police. Basically, I tell the dad's stories, I tell the dad's stories and show the kids how to, how to hold the sticks. But one year, a dad comes over with no kid. He wants a drum lesson. It's a pretty expensive school. He must have achieved something in his life. I show him a few things on the drums. I'm gently trying to find out, are you a musician? Do you play in a band? But he sees my Spyro frame, uh, which says triple platinum. He says, oh, Spyro, do you enjoy those games? I said, yeah, I'm actually thinking of taking Spyro and, or and orchestrating it and turning it into an orchestral piece. I just have to find the guy who owns the rights to it now. And then he responds, I can help you with that. I own them. I'm the CEO of Activision. Now that you mention it, we ought to reissue the games. So two years later, they reissued it. They rebuilt it from the ground up. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that one little interaction made Spyro so get re get get the, the get relaunched yes so a, a chance encounter bobby kodak probably forgot he owned spyro the dragon and didn't remember until he got a drum drum lesson from the guy who did the soundtrack to the spyro the dragon though it's just it's just a little interesting story about how one of the greatest drummers in rock and roll you know, not only did he have a hand in creating, you know, the music for a lot of people's childhoods, but, you know, if it wasn't for him, we might not have gotten the Reignited trilogy. So basically, if, if I'm understanding this right, Bobby Kotick, or an executive at Activision, yeah. uh, uh, like auctioned at a charity auction for drum lessons with Stuart Copeland. Yes. And then won and went to his house and took yes. the actual to, to, drum lessons. To clarify, that was supposed that auction was supposed to be for a student who went to the school he was mm -hmm. fundraising for to take drum lessons. Not for the dad. Yeah, so maybe Bo does Bobby Kodak have kids? Maybe one of his kids went to the school and then he just took the lesson. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which is like Which sounds like something he would do. Maybe his kid had basket. like soccer practice and didn't want to do the lesson. So he's like, fuck it, I'll do yeah, it. Okay. It's, I paid for it. 
no, I I can honestly see him wanting to pay money to meet <laughs> Stuart Copeland. Forgetting like, that, you know, he owns the masters to some of Stuart Copeland's work. Fuck you, kid. I'm taking the job. Yeah. yeah. All right. Do you even know who Roxanne is? Real quick. There's a new Unity update. Why do I? Why do I care? Will? Uh, remember before when I said that we didn't ask for games to look pretty? It's like all oh, the developers' fault. Yeah. Well, this is an engine that looks very pretty. Oh, okay. Uh, it's Ooh. basically uh, uh, Unity has revealed a video demo called "Enemy," showcasing high-end real-time 3D technology for humans that uses, among other things, strand-based hair solution. Unity has spelled out a, on a technical level what the technology in enemies entails, but for the layman, it can be summarized with it looks like people. So basically, it's a it's a tech demo that showcases a new real-time 3D engine that makes uh, human characters look more human than ever before. Um... It does look very real. Yeah. Uh, you, you're telling me this is a strand-type game? This is a, Sorry, it's a what? A strand-type game? No, a strand... Uh, it's a, it's a strand-based solution for how they animate hair. I don't understand. What does this have to do with Death Stranding? Oh, I see. I see. You're, you're, you're making fun. Yes, I'm making you're, fun. You're having this a laugh. Is, uh, it's stupid. This just but looks like a full motion video to me. But it, that's the thing; it's not. It's it's computerized. That's ones and zeros. That human does not exist. I'm gonna be real with you. The least convincing part about this is her hair. <laughs> <laughs> so the hair being the cool part, no. The skin, the face, the, all the facial animations and stuff looks sick. The hair is the one yeah. thing to me that is that is not convincing. <laughs> Yeah, the, the article goes on. Uh, Enemies expands on technology showcased in a previous demo, the Heretic, by including things like new a new skin shader and a better 4D pipeline. Uh, additions get more eye-popping from there. Uh, perhaps literally, there are now caustics in the iris of the eye. The technology also automates blood flow simulation and wrinkle maps in order to create fine details. Uh, likewise, there is a skin attachment system on the GPU to allow for high-density meshes. Uh, meanwhile, the strand-based hair Unity shows off works with uh, any authoring tools that output data, blah, 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 blah. So basically, long story short, Unity made a video game engine to make humans look more human. What is the name of the Twitch streamer? I guess you can call her a VTuber. Um... God, I, I'm drawing a blank. She just redid her avatar, and she does it in Unreal Engine 4 and 5. And the big Jeez. deal about her new avatar is the hair physics. What the hell's her name? I don't I'm know. drawing a blank. I completely forgot. Well, speaking of that, because you remember when they put out that Matrix demo in Unreal 5? And they, right. like, Keanu and Carrie Ann Moss looked very realistic. This is basically Unity's answer to that. Unity mm -hmm. is basically saying, like, okay, you think you look good. Now look at us. Right. Miko. Code Miko. Yes, 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 yes. So th this is... So the, the hair physics in Unreal Engine 5, from what she showed, looked friggin' incredible. Yeah. 
uh, you know, I was going to try to find the clip and I can't find it. So I give up. <laughs> uh, but it looked great. She has like a full motion tracking like suit. She like whipped her hair around and like it looked yeah. like real life. It was crazy. Um, so uh, um, um, this is cool and all, but uh, let's make some good games in, in that in that engine, huh? Instead yeah. of just making them look pretty. <laughs> well, I mean, Unity is a very popular engine with like indie developers and like most indie games. the Pokemon company. Oh yes. So the Pokemon company could maybe up their graphics a little bit if they if they yeah. use some of these new Unity features. It's true. Very true. Anyway, PlayStation has acquired a new studio. Yes, uh, Sony has acquired the Montreal-based uh, Haven Productions, Haven Studios, which is Jade Raymond's new uh, video game studio. The studio's first IP for PlayStation is a AAA multiplayer experience. This is a blog wow. post from uh, Herman Holst the head of PlayStation Studios. Today, I'm delighted to announce that Haven Studios is officially joining PlayStation Studios. Jade Raymond brings a wealth of experience from her industry ex achievements and an infectious passion for creating games, and the leadership uh, team at Haven is equally impressive, an equally impressive group of industry veterans who have collaborated on some of the biggest and most beloved games and franchises that many of us still enjoy today. We're not reading the whole article. So basically, uh, Jade Raymond, who's a very experienced uh, game developer, she's worked on Assassin's Creed. Uh, she's worked on, I think she worked on uh, Star Wars Squadrons. She did. Uh, she was at she was at Google for a while, helping Stadia, uh, and now she has her own studio, and now they're owned by Sony. Haven't made a game yet, but now yeah. they're owned by Sony. Yeah, Haven has not made anything yet, which I think is yeah. important. So the the biggest asset is that uh, they have Jade Raymond. Yes. However, I'm sure whatever they're working on, Sony knows about. Yes. Uh, so Sony must have had an interest in the studio outside of Jade Raymond as well. Mm -hmm. uh, but that's that's cool. That's Sony yeah. uh, collecting up more stuff. Yeah, and and it continues like what we said before. Sony is not like trying to make major acquisitions. They're just getting like little studios here and there to help expand their portfolio. They're not looking to dominate like Microsoft is. Right. Uh, next up, uh, The Witcher 4 has been announced. It is in development. I did not uh, even know this until just this moment. Yeah, this this was announced today. It, it's announced, and it will be using Unreal 5, Interesting. which is a big deal. Uh, CD Projekt Red has confirmed a new Witcher game is in development, kicking off a new saga for the franchise. The new game will be built using Unreal Engine 5 rather than CD Projekt's uh, Red Engine, which the studio said will begin a multi-year strategic partnership with Epic Games. It covers not only licensing, but technical development of Unreal Engine 5, as well as potential future versions of the Unreal Engine, where relevant, uh, CD Projekt said. We'll closely collaborate with Epic Games developers with the primary goal of being uh, to help tailor the engine for open world experiences. CD Projekt said that the change to the new engine was made to help streamline the development process from the outset. We did not consider a typical licensing arrangement. Both we and Epic see this as a long-term fulfilling tech partnership. Uh, CD, CD Projekt Red CTO uh, Powell Zaldowski me said nailed it it is vital for cd project red to have technical direction of our next game decided from the earliest possible phase as as in the past we spent a lot of resources and energy to evolve and adapt red engine with the 
every subsequent game released. Uh, basically, what this is boiling down to is uh, we learned our lesson from trying to use a proprietary engine to make Cyberpunk. <laughs> uh, we're not going to do that again. We're going to get people who actually know how to make an engine to make our engine and to help you wash the taste of Cyberpunk out of your mouth. Witcher 4 is coming soon. <laughs> well, maybe not soon, but we're working on Witcher 4. They also made it clear that uh, they're even though they're using Unreal Engine, it has nothing to do with the Epic Game Store. They said, we are not planning on making the game yeah. exclusive to one storefront. Well, because CD Projekt Red also owns uh, GOG. Ah. So I'm sure they have vested interest in making sure that Witcher 4 is on their whole, uh, storefront. That would be sm- they should do that. <laughs> yeah. Like, not not for us, for them. If they friggin' made it exclusive to GOG, that would be huge for GOG. Yeah. What was The Witcher 3 made in? I, I think that was the CD, uh, the red engine, the proprietary engine. Weird. Weird that they're, that they're making the shift. I, well, I mean, I'm, you I'm know, glad. Like I, I'm sure it'll be good. Like I said, I think they've realized that they pushed the engine as far as they could. Mm-hmm with uh cyberpunk and they realized they broke their own engine yeah so they I'm, sure they'll be able, that... I'm sure they'll be able to handle yeah. it they'll be able to to do just as good of a job as they did in the witcher 3 yeah with the new one yeah so. um what does this mean for cyberpunk though cyberpunk is still That's... not done <laughs> yeah it uh didn't they Apparently, launch Cyberpunk again, and it's still like not that good? Yeah, they they relaunched. They they essentially relaunched it. Apparently, it's better than it was. Uh, I have I've not seen anyone really say like if this is if this is the game it was always supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's even worth playing again, I would like to one day play it again, but I don't know. I don't know, man. It, it was really rough the first time. Uh, all right. Last news is fuzzy controllers. I want this so bad. Oh my God. So bad. Uh, to catch these controllers, you better be faster than Sonic and more powerful than Knuckles. Xbox and Paramount Pictures have teamed up to celebrate the upcoming film Sonic the Hedgehog 2 to release a limited time only custom Xbox Series S console and Xbox wireless controllers through Two enter to win sweepstakes inspired by Sonic, voiced by Ben Schwartz, and Knuckles, voiced by Idris Elba. Let me say that again because I still don't believe that. Knuckles, voiced by Idris Elba. <laughs> the custom black Xbox Series S console features a golden ring portal, golden portal ring shining on its surface alongside an embossed Sonic 2 logo with textured coatings reminiscent of the bristly textures of the hedgehogs in the wild. The new Xbox wireless controllers come in Sonic Blue and Knuckles Red. Together, over the past 20 years, Xbox and Sonic have been a storied part of how gaming has evolved into the most popular form of entertainment, a beloved and nostalgic character across generations of, among families. Uh, Sonic fans can explore some of the iconic zones of the franchise, like the Green Hill Zone, uh, with the Sonic the Hedgehog Minecraft DLC available to download in the Minecraft Marketplace. With 24 themed Minecraft... Okay, and then this becomes an ad for Minecraft. <laughs> uh... F- 
Oh, the furry it, controllers. The labyrinth zone. Yes, the furry controllers is the most important thing. I mean, the Xbox is nice too, but the furry controllers. That Xbox is ugly. That's a stupid Xbox. If it was just the ring, cool, but they, the friggin' painted uh, Sonic and Knuckles on the bottom, dumb. Uh, it looks like one of those car hoods they used to see with, like, with the airbrushing. <laughs> like back in the day, where like Sonic's holding a, an actual gun. Yeah. Um, I, I don't think the back is fuzzy, which is probably good, because that's where the palm sweats. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I kind of want this. Yeah, mine I would really, get real gross, but I would buy. Yeah, I would oh, yeah. pay good money for one of these. No, this this is definitely a put put in a display case. Don't ever touch it. The Thank red you. one looks like the red guy from the Looney Tunes. Oh, Gossamer, the big monster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see. Looks it. like him. So you got to enter uh, to win. Unfortunately, yeah, there, uh, that's that would be very hard mistakes. to do. A chance to win uh you can either retweet the official xbox sweepstakes tweet and include the hashtag xbox sonic 2 sweepstakes or uh for fans in the u.s by redeeming microsoft rewards points visit the official terms and conditions for more information on both twitter and microsoft rewards sweepstakes i will be entering both ways i just remembered will completely off topic mm-hmm. i never tried just using a different Twitch server. <laughs> we probably would have been fine if I just used mm. a different Twitch server. Yeah. Oh, well. Do you want to switch over now? Hell no. <laughs> Hell no, I don't. We're at the end of the show. But before oh, we end anything. So that means it's time for. Oh, of course. Twitter the week. Twitter the week. Twitter the week. Cat, you're in the way of the Tweet of the Week. Go, good, get down. Get out of here. Tweet of the Week time! This is by Chalubi. And it is brain training. Hashtag the Batman. And it's uh, Gordon and the 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 Batman? Robat Batten Bat. <laughs> right, that's that's his name. Gordon says, How are you so good at solving these things, these riddles? And then it's him as 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 a as emo Bruce Wayne hunched <laughs> over in a corner playing Professor Layton on his DS. That is funny. That game is hard, Professor Layton. It is hard. And there are so, a lot of riddles in the game. Yes. But so that's, yeah. how he, that's how he got good at riddles. That's how yeah. he became the Batman. Yes. Alfred got him a DS. Back in the day. Yeah, I mean, he had to take something off his mind. I don't know if you know this about Batman, but his parents are dead. <laughs> that I do know. Yeah. Anyway, guys, we got to talk to you real quick. Yes. Uh, now is the time where we answer or select comments left on last week's Wolfden Podcast over on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Podcast. Hey, you're here right now. Whoa. Ohio Blitz says, I will only subscribe with Prime to get Bob an air fryer, not another coffee machine. <laughs> another is spelt all weird. You don't have oh, to yeah. subscribe to get me an air fryer. <laughs> Hannah has an air fryer, Will. She's, she's, oh, uh, she's drank, she's drank enlightened. The yes. She's so, enlightened. So eventually I might end good. up with an air fryer. That time is Very not good. now. Oh, but it is, it is, it is soon. 
The time is nigh, my friend. <laughs> Matthew says, how many things can Will spoil in one podcast? What did I spoil last week? What did we even talk about last week? You spoiled something, but it really wasn't anything important. Why is my webcam on? I talked about how <laughs> uh, I've had everything in uh, No Way Home spoiled for me. Mm-hmm. But I don't think I... I've been trying to be very conscious of like not saying what I had spoiled for me in No Way Home. But I did. I did finally see No Way Home, though it was fine. I think it's too late to. There's certain spoilers in No Way Home. It's just too late for. Like I, I still haven't yeah. seen No Way Home, and uh, I know a lot about the movie already, just yeah. because it, from from Marvel themselves, they've been yeah. posting a lot of stuff. They've, they've been like the worst about it, and yeah. I, I really hate that because it perpetuates that notion. Like, well, it's your fault that you didn't go to the movie theaters right. during an outbreak of COVID. <laughs> Yeah. You uh, piece of shit. I did manage to see the Batman, though. <laughs> yes. Uh, Matthew says, how many... Oh, I read that already. Ian Pittman says, if Bob didn't accept Kirby as his own franchise, then what would he have fallen under? Kirby? And Kirby is his own franchise. Yeah, I don't. I didn't have a problem with Kirby, did I? I no, you had I a did. problem with... Uh, like Yoshi. Mario Kart, Yoshi. Probably that Yoshi. Was it, yeah. Uh, Kirby, I think we're cool. I think we're, me and Kirby are cool. Yeah. Um. Otherwise, Kirby's falling under Smash Brothers. Uh, he, he, just <laughs> just like just like Captain Falcon. Captain Falcon falls under <laughs> Smash Brothers. Um. Hikaru Hoshina says, "Uh, I didn't know there there's a Wolf Den podcast. Happy I found it. Well." I'm happy that you're here. Yep, Hopefully here you are. find this one just as easily as you found the last yeah. one. <laughs> Lifted Lightning says, the Gundam game reminds me of a mixture of the Halo and Overwatch games. I don't know where the Halo comes from. I'm only seeing Overwatch. Yeah, it's definitely more Overwatch than Halo, I think. Uh, Okay. All uh, right. Now we're in the chat real quick. Because I got to peek. And we're, yeah. we already ran late because we had a million technical difficulties. This might end up being yes. a short podcast for the future podcast listeners, for, for people who are here right now live. It's been a long night. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, Will, is Bob a good uncle and why not? Says <laughs> Luke Anton. <laughs> he is... He is an uncle. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think it, he's at a disadvantage because, you know, as, as soon as our first kid was born, we had to go into quarantine for two years. So going out and seeing, you know, his niece and now his nephew has been difficult. Uh, and also, too, like there are too young to like for him to really screw anything up right now so my, my my yeah i'll i'll really screw up in a few years when they're actually yeah like, we'll, uh, we'll wait and see if he becomes they, that cool uncle who lets try, yeah when who lets them try like i don't know espresso before they're too i'll give them cigarettes enough. to sell at school yeah uh, <laughs> my japanese teacher asked me if i was a good uncle in japanese and i responded uh 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 yokunai des which means uh not good <laughs> <laughs> i think uh, 
the way I responded meant no. <laughs> um. Anyway, uh, more chat. Bob's facial hair is increasingly like an 1800s Hauser from Europe. I've just, I've just given up. Yeah. Been a stressful few weeks. A lot of work being done over here. Um. What do you do a majority of your gaming on? Um, I don't know anymore. I bounce a lot. Yeah. Uh, lately, I've been playing a lot of Valorant on PC. So, damn. There's that. Uh, although I haven't been playing games that much lately, I've been doing a lot of work. Yeah, I I did manage to get some uh, PS4 gaming, and I finally started playing Guardians of the Galaxy. That game is actually very good. Oh, I'm surprised to hear that. I. You know what my problem is? I tried playing it on Switch. On I played the demo on Switch, and that's uh, cloud-based. And my problem with it was not the fact that it was cloud-based. My problem with it was I was playing in handheld mode. And I think that game and Dread have shown me that there are limits to playing AAA games in handheld mode. Some games you do legitimately need a rather large screen in order to see everything get the full experience of what is going on like a seven inch screen on a switch actually does hinder some gameplay so if you're gonna play guardians even if you're gonna play it on a switch play it on a tv i think there's uh hindrances outside of the the screen size for portable mode like uh like mostly circumstantial like uh if you're portable gaming, usually you do it for short bursts and you want to just get something done and put in, and put the system away r- real quick. Um, right. And there's certain games that don't lend themselves well to that. Um, mm-hmm. Otherwise, I've never really had a problem. But again, I don't really play portably that much. I usually play right. docked anyway. But there's certain some games I'll play portably and I'll be like, this is amazing that I could do this. <laughs> Like Forza yeah. Horizon, no, playing that on like a like an Aya Neo. I'm like, this is incredible yeah. that I'm able to do this. Like I started playing Saints Row Four on the Switch, and I'm shocked that I can play that portably in any respect. Mm-hmm. And I think it actually kind of works portably. It's definitely a game that would benefit from a bigger screen, but I think that works on the portable system because it's because of the way the characters are sized, right? Critical Gamer says, did you guys hear about the Fortnite and Xbox donating their proceeds from the game from the game of Fortnite to the Ukraine? I didn't feel that bad spending $16 on a free game this time. I did not yeah, hear I about they, that. They, it was like, what, $60 million that they raised for the That's Ukraine? insane because right yeah. now they're having a huge event where they got rid of building in the game. So a lot of people yes. are coming back to playing Fortnite. So them having one of their biggest weeks ever and donating it all to the Ukraine is kind of insane. Yeah. Uh, Bob, tell us the ice cream truck incident. Uh, I'll show <laughs> you. I I have the scars to prove it. Will you tell it? Uh, so when we were youngins, and I mean like I was, I was in second five. grade and Bob was five, we, we heard the jingle of the ice cream man come by so we, like bats out of hell, ran out the door to try and stop him. Uh, we had one of those screen doors with a storm door, if you will, with a glass window in it. I ran out first, and the door came flinging back, 
and Bob put his hand out to stop the door, and he I put did his hand on the glass part, and I did this. It, yeah, I did that, and then I ended up with this. Maybe you can't see it. It might be a little hard with the light, but this big scar on my arm. I was five, yeah. so the scar was here, and it was a lot tinier because I was five. But I have grown, and the scar has moved with my skin. It is now here, this, yeah. big, this big thing. Maybe I could get closer to the screen. It was, it was I remember when you got the so. stitches... I remember when you got the stitches and you showed me. It kind like it kind of looked like what they made Val Kilmer's Batman suit out of, <laughs> and they were green. Like it was a dark green. That's yeah, what, they were that's dark green. What I remember, yeah. Almost lost my arm. It was great. Yeah, it missed every tendon in my arm. Yeah, that's my right arm too. And yeah. and so it happened. I was bleeding everywhere, and then the ice cream man ran out of the truck and into the into the house and wrapped yes. me up and called uh the the ambulance yes because apparently apparently he was also a trained emt there you yes. go ice cream men save lives so the ice cream man saved m me and my arm that day yeah uh and that's the ice cream man incident yes what the fuck happened? Why is this not on Twitch? Uh, technical difficulties with the Twitch server that I probably could have fixed if I wasn't in a panic. <laughs> yeah. But instead, you got YouTube today. Uh, hopefully next Deal time. Hopefully next time you'll get Twitch. Anyway, guys, thanks for hanging out. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for watching us. Thank you for chatting with, with us. Thank you for bearing with us. Yes. Uh, the Wolf Den Podcast. Wolf the Podcast. The Wolf Den Podcast is every Tuesday night at 8 p.m. Eastern, usually on twitch.tv slash wolfden. If you can't make the show for any reason at all, we always put it up as an archive version on this channel, youtube.com slash Podcast. You can watch us over here on demand whenever you want. If you prefer to listen to us rather than watch us, you could do that as well. We're also an audio podcast on anchor.fm slash Podcast and your preferred podcast service of choice. No matter where you get your content from, folks, please be sure to subscribe, rate, and review us because that helps us with placement on all of those respective platforms. Uh, we're going to iron out some kinks, hopefully, and uh, yep. hopefully this won't happen again. But uh, thank you for being here and coming with us over to YouTube and bearing with our problems. Um, if you're listening to this after the fact, I'm sorry if you're watching this on YouTube. There might have been some, uh, some little, uh, there was like three different times where we disconnected you didn't miss much try to make sure you didn't miss anything uh and also it's gonna be at 720p for some reason you're not yeah. missing much this is a podcast it's mostly audio yeah. anyway listen uh, to us again thank you for being here and bearing with us we'll see you in a week goodbye everybody bye